today is the second day of the 30 day podcasting challenge and i want to talk about change when we did the first day of the 30 day challenge i during the end of the podcast i did talk about the book change by damon centola where he talks about how to make big things happen and yesterday when i did the podcast on chatter on the book chatter i thought maybe i should dedicate a an episode specifically for change because it's such an amazing book i got this book recommended uh, i read it in adam grant's linkedin profile and he had he had mentioned a few books chatter was among that and so is uh, so is this one uh, this book called change so uh, today let's let's uh, let me take you through what i feel reading what i got out of reading the book Welcome to Pen Positive podcast this is Vinod Narayan and if you are listening to it on any of the platforms please do subscribe so that uh, you can be part of this 30 day learning challenge that i have and uh, again i'm doing the 30 day challenge so that i can be a better podcaster so it's up to you to decide whether my my podcasting ability is improving when we reach or when we hit the mark 30 so wherever wherever you are listening to this podcast do subscribe be part of this journey and after 30 days we'll decide what is the frequency in which we want to keep doing this so the book it uh, it talks about social changes how do how do social changes happen how does something become normal how how does an innovation a habit some idea that everyone starts using and it becomes very popular and everyone it becomes a social change how does that happen and we live in a uh, at a time when social media internet connectivity we are all interconnected in one way or the other and things can spread pretty fast even if you really look at uh, viruses how things spread now and how things spread during the black plague uh, black plague obviously travel was not as common as it is here and uh, spread at that time spreading something across the globe was not that possible like it happens right now so so a lot of things has made us so much connected that things can spread so fast but then there are so good innovations good ideas that don't spread so what is it that makes social change happen what makes people adapt so he he takes us through four parts in the book and the first part is kind of demystifying or rather uh, addressing the myths that we have about what prevents change when we look at change when we look at uh, people adopting we talk about influencers we talk about virality and we talk about uh, stickiness right of an stickiness of an idea and and we think that if you have an influencer who has a lot of followers and that influencer adopts something then there is a then the probability is high that everyone who follows that influencer would start using it right that is a myth it seems it doesn't happen that way yes it might add some value but that doesn't mean that people are going to adopt people who follow will get to know about the product know about the idea and that's it but 
for people to adopt something they need much more than an influencer saying that i'm using it because uh, because that's that's not how change happen it is not like an advertisement now same goes with stickiness uh, he takes us through the story of uh, google uh, i think google plus the social media google missed the after orkut being so popular google missed the social media uh, bandwagon with facebook i mean it couldn't compete with facebook it came up with google plus but uh, and and it's an interesting point that he mentions that uh, google plus everyone had google plus but no one was using it and then people realize people are not using it even though you get it so so it doesn't stick it's there but no one is using it so what's the big point and you know what happened to google plus and google glass another another product that uh, the number of people who were using it was very very small and then uh, again that also died so what is it that makes big changes happen part 2 he takes us through a change makers playbook of that's where he really explains to us this two different kind of networks which was very fascinating for me one was the firework network and the other one was a fishing net so if you could just visualize the firework what do you have you have one point from which the firework starts and it would spread to say 50 points and then each of those points would spread to another 50 points so if you look at it there are multiple points that are there with the for the firework but none of these points are really connected you are only connected with one other point you're not connected with or, or you're only connected with say 50 other points and not more but if you look at a fishing net each point is connected with probably 6 or 7 based on how the fishing net is is created you will be connected with 6 or 7 different points right and interconnected every point so interesting thing here is in a fishing net you can have an information pass through a fishing net will reach a point multiple times through different sources whereas in the firework network once the information passes it goes only in one direction and it might reach lot more people but everyone gets this information only once and i don't know if i can explain it better but but if you can if you can go through i think damon has a video that explains it much more better but if you can visualize the fireworks and the fishing net it kind of gives you an idea that in a firework the information goes from one point and it just goes on and on to many different points but in a fishing net if you get an information into the fishing net and make it pass through all the points you might have one point getting the same information multiple times from multiple people which means there is a credibility there is a there's a coordination and that's where he takes us through this interesting four barriers of adoption so what stops us from adopting something so even innovation needs uh, us to coordinate with someone else right if that's there then that coordination is important so for us we need to be connected with a few people we need to have a small group of people if we want to really adopt a innovation that needs coordination we need credibility credibility matters a lot in terms of uh, uh, in t- terms of adopting something 
because we are not going to adopt a new idea or an innovation if we don't find it credible which means we need to have this used by people who are like us right we get credibility by if someone that in my group people like me use a particular product particular idea if they have a thought then there's a high chance that i would start adopting it now legitimacy is another reason and legitimacy we want to know whether it is legitimate and when it is legitimacy it is not the people who are like us we probably want people who are not like us using something if we want to make it feel legitimate right so someone that is not in our group someone who is not probably in our profession starts using something and will say you know what people in other professions and people who are not like me are using this particular or are are using this innovation or idea maybe i should try it out so there's a legitimacy that is formed over there and then he talks about this excitement so if an innovation or idea doesn't excite you in any way then chances are less that you would you would adopt them so excitement is also one of the reasons why people lack of excitement might be a reason why people stop adopting us so that was a in second part he explains gives us a lot of uh, insights into and he takes us to through stories uh, like the berlin wall falling the the arab spring uh, and and many other the solar panels that you use in uh, how how germany started uh, promoting this idea of having solar panels in houses and how that spread initially they tried it didn't work and then uh, neighborhood to neighborhood it changed so you had to a neighborhood adopted and then subsequent neighborhoods adopted so you can see it's not like one person you, one influencer used started using a solar panel and everyone who follows that influencer started using it uh, hybrid corn is an another interesting uh, story that he talks about uh, when there was a there was a problem with the corn farming and uh, the farmers were losing their crop they introduced this hybrid corn which would which would withstand the climatic conditions and it would ensure that the farmers don't lose their crop but farmers did not adopt it because for them to buy hybrid corn seeds it costs money for them to have their existing corn seeds which obviously they know a good percentage of that will be lost by the end of the farm farming they still did not want to spend that extra money to buy hybrid corn seeds so they used the same seeds that they had to save that money and ended up losing the crop but then later on people started adopting it and slowly it started spreading when everyone started using hybrid corn so how do how do these social changes really really happen what do we learn from that and in the fourth cha- third chapter he talks about a this concept of tipping point what do you think is a tipping point how much how many people should use something or do something for that to be a habit or a normal thing or what is that tipping point and uh, he takes us through all uh, through me too movements and uh, many other interesting interesting changes interesting uh, social cultural changes that has happened and ideas that have that have spread and how they have spread throughout our society and the world and 
one interesting thing i remember reading is about a handshake imagine that uh, you're going into a meeting you are extending your hand for a handshake and the person did, does not give you a handshake say 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 they say namaste so then that day you meet another person and there also people say namaste and then probably will you give a shake hand when you go to the third meeting because because now and how many how many people should say namaste and not have a handshake for the entire office and entire building to stop using doing handshakes and i mean handshakes is probably an interesting uh, interesting act because uh, with covid i think handshakes are pretty much gone so we either either have a nod or we probably have to say namaste or something like that right so so it's just that how how many people what is that tipping point when something becomes a norm for people to start doing and um, he gives us some data he takes us through examples and he tells us 25 percentage is the tipping point and the final part is uh, the fourth part he gives us seven fundamental strategies for change there are few chapters and then the last chapter seven fundamental strategies for change and he's taking us through uh, what we should be doing if we want to recognize change or if you want to the strategies that we can do in terms of un- understanding our bias so sometimes bias plays a very important role in preventing change and uh, knowing that we all have some conscious bias some subconscious bias addressing those bias would be would be very important for us to really uh, really make sure that uh, change can spread about communities about uh, about relevance of an idea what when does uh, an idea become relevant when it is credible when it is legitimate and uh, when we see a behavioral change happening with people similar to us right so we we can adopt things based on how what people do whether the people are like us or whether people are unlike us there are cases that we would connect with that and start uh, start adopting a change so it's a it's a very interesting book for many reasons in my opinion i think i think one is that there are a lot of social changes that are happening and with covid we are getting into this what we call the new normal and once say that we are all vaccinated when we get back to our new normal place there are some habits that we would have completely lost i think i think handshakes are probably lost for forever maybe i don't know uh, unless there are people who cannot live without a handshake i don't know i can live without a handshake maybe hug is the is one i mean there are there are cultures there are societies in which hug is not a big thing but there are many societies in which hug is very important and uh, and in chatter uh, the book one of the things i didn't mention uh, when i did that podcast was i think one of the one of the physical uh, connection and uh, a hug hug is a, is a way that we can actually deal with the chatter but then with covid and in the new normal i don't know where what what chance does a hug have uh, 
I think I think within within the family obviously but uh, when you meet a person after a long time I think we I think we we will probably hug right So so there's a there's a lot of things that's uh with the new normal and there's a book called new normal which is which is something I've just got from the library I'll be reading that um so my next book uh, I'm not sure which one I've got a few book podcasts that I'm planning I have to do a podcast on loon shot by Safi Bakshel uh, which I finished reading uh, last year I believe I also need to do a podcast on the prosperity paradox by uh, Clayton Christensen I also need to do a podcast on upstream no upstream podcast I have done but I have to do Kevin Scott's uh, reprogramming american dream uh then i did the podcast on nine lies about work i need to do a podcast on leading change that's a that's an interesting book by john cotter and uh, being in an agile and uh, scrum uh, and change leading change is a very interesting book from a from a business perspective on a corporate side the different sides of how you different a process of how you lead change within your organization i think i have a few other books more so i'll get to books in some of these episodes i think i have one more book i guess i'm trying to remember what that is yes better not perfect that's another book that uh, it's about ethics and what do we push for we push for a better world or a perfect world we push for a better or a perfect so there's a there's a lot of uh, topics a lot of books a lot of things i think i'm i think i won't have a dearth of topics for the next 30 days though the key is not about getting topics the key is if i am able to do a good job am i able to improve uh, this one single cut unedited except for the background music and uh, uh, am i able to do a good job uh, doing this podcasting I, and if it is interesting so i would i would really love if you can send me an email across to agile@penposity.com that's my email id agile@penposity.com and that is a g i l e at penpositive.com uh, let me let me know what you feel about the podcast uh, and if it is improving if you want to hear something and if it is adding any value to you i think doing the podcast is adding value to me but uh, at the end of the day uh, if people are listening to what i'm saying i think it should add value to them as well so i hope to hear from you and uh, if you want to be part of our community of active learners join us at penposity.com and you take care have a nice day be content Be pen positive. I'll catch you tomorrow. Thank you.